Women's Power to Heal, Mother Earth. I am Maya Tiwari. In this episode, I'd like to introduce myself. Since I have never done so in all of the broadcast. For the past 35 years, I have served my country here in the U.S. with holistic health education, Ayurveda, originated from the motherland of India. My school, which is a nonprofit called the Wiser School of Ayurveda, was the first of its kind to be established in North America as early as 1981. I have personally trained hundreds of worthwhile practitioners in the U.S. and abroad. For the past 20 years, my charitable arm of the organization called the Mother Om Mission, MOM is the acronym, has been serving self-care, health education, to the at-risk communities of all races, colors, and economic backgrounds in the inner cities of the South Bronx, the Bronx, and Queens, New York. I have traveled extensively with my global peace mandala work, and which has been co-chaired by the likes of the Dalai Lama and many worthy souls devoted to creating a peaceful world within and without. Briefly, at the age of 18, after arriving in the United States for the first time to continue my studies in New York City, I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. I was at that time becoming a very well-known, famous fashion designer in New York City. My doctor and the oncologist, Dr. James Holland, was with Mount Sinai. The divinely inspired oncologist who helped me to get through the perishing and punishing days for five years. And he can attest to the character of my being. Most of my early mentors have since passed on. Among them were Stella Adler of the Stella Adler Conservatory of Acting, Nancy White, the fashion director of Bergdorf Goodman, who actually secured me my first sizable job in the fashion industry. I was, at that early age, the fashion director of Gimbel's East. Dame Diana Vreeland, head of the Fashion Institute for the Metropolitan Museum, was also a mentor. It is now 45 or so years later after my odyssey with ovarian cancer. Following that, I returned to my ancestral roots in the motherland of India and began a 10-year-long tenure of intensive studies of the Vedas, Ayurveda, holistic medicine, Vedanta, Sanskrit included, and yoga as well. 
I was then offered the robes of a sannyasin in my ancient Vedic tradition, that is, a Vedic monk. I was amongst the first female to have received this nomenclature. For 22 years, I walked as a Vedic monk, and for the past 35 years, I've dedicated my life to the service of teaching and helping my fellow brothers and sisters to heal through the education of Ayurveda. I was born Vijaya Maya Rampersod on April 16, 1952 in British Guyana, now Guyana. I relocated to New York City at the early age of 16 to begin my collegial studies. At its independence from British rule, that's Guyana's independence from the British dynasty, which coincided with the U.S. confrontation in the Cold War with Cuba, the Bay of Pigs to be exact, a country, Cuba that is, directly across from the mainland of my birth country, Guyana. My country vortexed into a tailspin, pushed by the collective fears and concerns for the Cold War era as the CIA big boys arrived in this unsuspecting mainland to better strategize their plan for their impending war or collision with Cuba. The Indian Guyanese populations were traumatized and nearly annihilated by the Black Guyanese militia government, which the U.S. put into force to aid their presence, their war agenda, in the strategically located Guyana. Truth be told. Like most of the Guyanese Indian populations who were educated and could afford to vacate their homeland, my siblings and I were exported to various countries at very early ages to continue our studies and to ferret out a different future. That is, for those of us who were privileged enough to be sent abroad. I landed in New York City and was welcomed by the snows of my first winter in the February of 1969. I write to you not because I harbor hope that you have the power to give me back life or my human rights and privacy to be whom I am. For I may not have many breaths left in these years, having suffered the losses that can never be restored through being a targeted individual for the past 12 years. But I speak to you about the rights and moral justice to address the moral crisis for the many hundreds of thousands of Americans who are braced with a similar unspeakable fate such as mine. You are aware that this condition has existed from the onset of the formation of this country, whose founding fathers were the world's endemic icon for freedom and justice and dignity for all. We are now so far severed from this intention, this mission. It is gravely embarrassing for me to even dare to address this obvious hidden issue with you. I have been a targeted individual for the past 12 years in the United States. 
a country that I love and have served with all of my dignity and my sovereignty since having survived the odyssey of ovarian cancer. I appeal to you, a humane person, who can exert control over U.S. laws and protection, to investigate and address this untenable, vicious cycle, inhumane attacks on your innocent population. It may be too late for my rescue, as it has been more than 4,222 days since I first understood that I was being stalked, attacked, harassed, poisoned, raped, and otherwise abused by the skillfully shadowed entities that are obviously aligned to power, financial prowess, and the government or non-governmental agencies. At this critical juncture of my life, I want to impress upon you the dire necessity of addressing this malignant disease in our world culture and especially here on the homeland. The targeted individual is given no human support or compassion of any kind. Part of the organized campaign is to deliberately make them appear delusional, paranoid, and otherwise the public relations uh, campaign that allow, makes them to be seen as unfit people who you cannot take seriously. I, who am very secured in my own sovereignty as a human person, as a woman, as a woman of color, as a successful woman of color, and as a U.S. citizen, I write and I speak to you. How be it, with all of my accolades and accomplishment, I too have been forcibly restrained into an abyss that is exempt from humanity's care. From the camaraderie of my neighbors, from the deep compassion of my family and friends, I have always prided myself as one who walks alone in the light, but never until now understood that these past years have taken their toll, and I now know what it feels the scourge of loneliness that comes from the deliberate, strategically executed alienation of those of us that are targeted from community, from friendship, from family, and from the natural momentum of our lives. Indeed, from all that sustains human breath and asp aspirations and inspiration, we are seemingly severed from our own free will. This depth of evil allowed to prey upon the innocent citizens of this country and their families, these iron-fisted control of privileged hooligans must be stopped. It cannot be ignored. It must not be dismissed by your humane governance. I am deprived of the basic human relationship to my world pummel 24-7 with hatred and other dark vibrations and activities accosted continually by the grace of human forms and despicable through the despicable acts of abuse. But as I said earlier, I am not addressing this podcast for myself I have been trained as a Vedic monk. I have been trained in a deep, long, centuries and centuries long ancestry of the Vedas, where we are taught 
to accept life as it unfolds. That has been difficult for me despite my ancestry and my training. But nonetheless, I'm speaking to you for that which must be done for the hundreds of thousands of Americans and the tens of millions of, of the world citizens that are suffering the same fate. In conclusion, may I quote President John F. Kennedy in his civil rights speech that was on June 11, 1963. This nation was founded by men of many nations and backgrounds and that the rights of every man are diminished when the rights of one man are threatened. I leave you with this to contemplate and may it reach to the deepest recess of your own empathy as a human person with the power to do something about it. I am Maya Tewari and may peace be your journey. Thank you for listening and God bless.